1: Welcome to another edition of Last Minute Thoughts Turf Show Times Monday edition. As a matter of fact, I am Robert Finn, and once again joined by JB Scott. JB, slow news week for the Rams once again.
0: Yeah, I think fifteen minutes ago we just got some really big news, and we had news on what Thursday night too. So lots yeah. going on for the Rams. Never a dull moment.
1: You know, it's a, it's it's these past two weeks have been very um, very much. A couple weeks of peaks and valleys. Let's put it that way. Uh, JB, um, do we want to break the hearts of our listeners if they haven't heard? Do you want to break the news?
0: Well, it's only fair because I think my heart's broken. So I just want everyone to share the pain with me. Uh, Robert Woods out for the year with the tour ACL happened in practice on Friday. So not something you see very often. You, we know how much he means to the team. Robert, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, um, that's a a big blow, right? I mean, offensively, he did a lot of things, not just from the receiving role, but uh, jet sweeps, running the football. And I envisioned him with the addition of OBJ, which we'll talk about here in a moment. Um, I really envisioned him taking more of a, I don't know, flex type of position. I'm not quite sure if that's the right word for it, but um, having that hybrid running back receiver role and now it's all gone it's all gone bobby trees my heart breaks get well soon sir we all hope the best and are excited to see you back on the field next year um speaking of broken hearts sunday night football um (laughs) jb did you watch the game
0: yeah i wish i didn't but i sure did (laughs) That was pretty tough. I think mean, the Titans without Derrick Henry really put it to the Rams. The offense looked bamboozled. Uh, they didn't have a whole lot going for him, especially in the first half, showed some signs of life late when the game was pretty much out of hand. But yeah, that was a tough one, Rob.
1: It, it was, I think uh, if there was any game this season um, that has been frustrating, it was that one. And for me, JB, what really, really stuck out to me was um, not just how dominant um, the front four for the, for the, for the Titans were, I mean, they were getting pressure with just four guys. I still don't know how that happens. I mean, five should beat four, but um, you know, I, all credit in the world to the Titans for scheming up um, some great defensive pressure there. But anyway, um, incredibly frustrating because it didn't seem like Sean McVeigh really made any type of adjustments or tried to make any type of adjustments until the second half. So um, it was a bit frustrating for me to watch.
0: Totally agree with you. We've seen them have success in the empty sets, but when it wasn't working with the Titans, you know, you only ha- when you're in the empty sets, you only have five blockers. Um, the Titans were winning with three or four rushers at a time, which is never a good sign for an offense. I think Matthew Stafford was under pressure more than forty percent of his dropbacks, and and under those circumstances, no quarterback is going to be successful um, in that situation. So, David Edwards had one of his worst games I think this season. There's I've seen multiple clips of him getting driven back right into Stafford's lap. I think, um, yeah, Brian Allen. Not so great either. And Corbett, one of his worst performances this year too. So the three guys on the inside, uh, they were a liability on Sunday night.
1: They really were. And that's, I think, key to this because Stafford seems to handle pressure from the edges pretty well. Um, It's that interior pressure that can really bother him and bother any quarterback, really. It's not just Stafford from this um, standpoint, but um, that's where they were getting the pressure. And that was, um, it led to two really, really bad interceptions. Um, Clearly, uh, that was the difference in the game. But, um, you know, it's interesting because it kind of got me thinking back to the old Mike Martz days. And I'm sure um, you remember these as fondly as I do. But there seemed to be a game that I remember. When this sort of thing happened to them, they were on the road against the San Francisco 49ers and not out of the game, but kind of getting beaten from a physical standpoint. And Mike Mars ran that football 10 times in a row and drove it down for a touchdown. Now, obviously when you have a running back like Steven Jackson, um, it's easy to do that, to run the ball 10 times in a row because he was just a big physical guy. Um, But Daryl Henderson has been having a good season Why didn't we see more of Hendo, JB?
0: Very good question. I think he finished the game averaging five yards a carry or so. It it was working, maybe not chunk plays, which the Rams offense, we know they love their chunk plays. Maybe sometimes you run the ball less often, and it's actually more effective, and you you can rip off those 10, 15-yard runs that help move drives along and can help you score points. But it was effective. It was adequate, I think is probably the good word to use. And maybe you lean harder on it and Stafford's under less pressure, or at least you can get the play action stuff working. In the second half, they started to use designed rollouts for Stafford to get him out of the pocket, keep him moving. Um, That really helped get them back on rhythm. But the first half, you just don't really know what the plan was. Where were the adjustments, really just you're outcoached, you're outmatched, and it really showed on the scoreboard for sure.
1: Yeah, it really did. Because just watching that game, I never got a sense. Even when the Rams started to show signs of life there in the second half, I never got a sense that they were ever going to get back into that game. So, um, but again, credit to the Titans for coming in with the game plan and being able to execute that game plan. Um, We're on to better things, right? New weeks in the NFL. It's 49er weeks. We'll talk about that here in a moment, but The other news, the big news out of this week, a man by the name of Odell Beckham Jr. has signed a contract as of yesterday to put on the horns. So how do we feel about OBJ, big name, coming to the Rams? What do we expect from him?
0: Well, 15 minutes ago before we had the Robert Woods news, I was kind of coming in here to paint a pessimistic picture maybe of the OBJ signing, saying that You know, maybe there's not enough room for him. You just cut a receiver that complained about playing time. And I understand that Jackson has a pretty niche role in the offense as a deep threat versus what OBJ can bring to the team. But you just cut a guy because you couldn't fit him into a role. You're bringing a guy in who just got cut from his last team for complaining about a very similar situation. So it's a lot to bring – it's a lot to figure out. Obviously, things have changed completely, done a complete 180 in the last 20 minutes or so. So there's plenty of room for him. This is actually – Maybe you say that the OBJ signing went from a luxury to a necessity because you have the 17 game season. It's going to take a toll on everyone. Cooper Cup's had a really significant workload. Um, we need OBJ now.
1: Yeah, and I, I happen to remember having this conversation with you last week when we talked um, about OBJ and the rumors at that point that uh, the Rams might be interested. Neither one of us thought that was a great idea. There just wasn't the room um, there, but we did see Jacob Harris go down um, for the season. Now Robert Woods, obviously the signing of OBJ um, makes a huge impact, and we're probably both glad that he is here now. So um, definitely makes a lot more sense. Um with Robert Woods going down though, it feels like, well, maybe there's not a whole lot of room for air now within that receiver room. Um, are they going to have to bring somebody else in now with Robert Woods going down? What are we looking at there in terms of wide receiver depth?
0: I think the short answer is you're fine for now. Van Jefferson, Ben Skoranek. I think they're pretty similar players to Robert Woods in the terms of they're going they're willing blockers. Um, you can do a lot with them. So I think you really don't miss Robert Wood much when you have those two similar players, but OBJ is a totally different animal. He brings something new to the table. There's actually a less sneak quote, the general manager from this week that I thought was pretty interesting. And he said, any receiver that can run the full route treat can ex- can excel in what McVay's offense has evolved into. And I think it it explains why it was hard to find Deshaun Jackson and Tutu Atwell playing time before they, you know, Atwell's off of the year Jackson left the team, but when you put receivers out there, you want them to be completely unpredictable and you're not sure exactly what they're going to be doing on a given play. Um, so whenever you have receivers out there like Jacks or like Jefferson and Skaronic and Cup, they could be blockers. They could be runners. They could be – we've seen Cup evolve into a deep threat this year. You never really know what they're going to do, and I think it just brings an element of unpredictability to the team. And hopefully OBJ, you can run the full route tree – Maybe he participates as a blocker. I think that's yet to be seen, but yeah, it's an exciting time. The Rams need someone to step up. We'll see who it is.
1: So I'm going to throw something at you here, completely unprompted. And I want to get your thoughts on this because um, our man, Holden Cantor had brought this up earlier in the season. He just tweeted it out recently. And at first I was a little cold on the idea because of the similarities to Robert Woods, but Would a Golden Tate maybe be worth bringing in on a veteran minimum? He's still out there. We don't know what type of interest he may be getting from other teams, if at all. But would he be worth bringing in because of those similarities to Robert Woods? He may be able to just slide into that role um, almost seamlessly.
0: What do you think? That's fair. It's a good point. Has a previous relationship with Matthew Stafford, as we know. Um, I think the Rams are fine for now. But I would hit the panic button if we see one more injury this year. It's a long, long season. We want to make the playoff run, go to the Super Bowl. Um, I do like what I've seen so far from Ben Skronik, but you lose one more guy for a long time. You just wonder how that affects everyone else. And yeah, it might be time for the Rams to load up at that point. But for now, I think they're fine. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I would agree. Um... I'm not quite sure about Skorana quite yet, just because it doesn't seem to be the Rams MO to play rookies. It seems like they prefer the rookies to develop a little bit on the bench before bringing them out. Obviously we've um, seen exceptions to that particular thought process, but you know, We don't know what Sean McVay has in mind. I'm sure (laughs) they're probably um, coming up with ideas at the moment. As we speak about this, if it was heartbreaking to us, I can't imagine how that news hit the team. But injuries happen. This is the NFL, and there is a game to play this week. JB, it is Rival Week 49er week, and this is one of my favorite games of the year. Um, growing up as a kid, my dad was a 49er fan. I was always a Rams fan. So in the house, it was just, it just brought on, um, just the extra little bit of fun. So I always look forward to it. However, the past few years have not been kind to the Rams. Uh, what are we looking at in terms of Monday night football at San Francisco?
0: Well, the 49ers coming off a head scratching loss. I don't know if there's any better way to describe that game. But they lost to the Cardinals, who didn't have Kyler Murray, didn't have Nuke Hopkins. You really thought that this was a chance for them to right the ship, get their season back on schedule, and they completely dropped the ball. And it wasn't a particularly close game. So Colt McCoy beat them. And, you know, Matthew Stafford is coming to town next, and that's a pretty big step up. I think they should be shaking in their boots.
1: Yeah, it, man. Um, I am no fan of the 49ers. I was hoping they were going to beat the Cardinals. That really, really, really would have helped the Rams out if they had. But, you know, I'm right there with you with the head scratcher um, uh, comment. They, they, they are, they're a strange team. on paper they should be a lot more competitive than they are um and that defense it's not like the defense isn't playing well they're having a pretty good season um that secondary is a little bit leaky so I'm not quite sure if that has to do with the new defensive coordinator coming in or not um but this is a very winnable game for the Rams. And I feel like they need to come in and make a statement. Coming off of just being completely dominated uh, physically by the Tennessee Titans. And having that four-game losing streak to the San Francisco 49ers. And having that bye week the week after. This is a game. I don't want to say it's a must-win. But let's be honest, Rams fans. This is a must-win from my point of view. Um, JB, we know that there is a man on the Rams team who just came aboard by the name of Von Miller. Are we going to see him on Monday night?
0: You know, it seems like a 50-50 probability right now. I would like to see him, I think, and we did the survey on the Territory Times website. It sounds like the vast majority of Rams fans also want to see him this week instead of maybe waiting for a playoff stretch or something like that late in the season. So, I think it's time.
1: Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I I hope we, we get to see Von Miller, um, if not just in a rotational um, situations. I mean, he can still get out there and get after the quarterback, even um, with, I don't want to say a limited knowledge of the defense, but you know he still has some acclimation there um, to do. Uh, but, you know, um, Jimmy G wouldn't be a bad quarterback to uh, sack for his um, first game as a Rams, So I certainly would be all for that if Jimmy G is the starter. I'm not sure. Did did, did you see if San Francisco um, put anything out there about Trey Lance, whether or not he's going to be starting?
0: Garoppolo's had a solid last couple of weeks, other, maybe with the exception of the Cardinals game, but the he was headed in trajectory in the right direction. Um, I think Trey Lance is probably a better fit against the Rams defense. So, Wouldn't be surprised if Jimmy G has a short leash in this one, but heading into the game, I think it's Garoppolo's show at the moment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Um, I don't think it's ever good to put a rookie quarterback out there. (laughs) That's just my own (laughs) thoughts on the matter. Um, I always feel it's best for rookies to, 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 develop on the bench especially at that quarterback position um especially when they're facing a defensive line that could feature um aaron donald leonard floyd and von miller although as a rams fan yeah put a rookie out there let's (laughs) let's see him deal with that pass rush i think that would be fantastic Uh, the niners are dealing with some injuries of their own however um George Kittle has been a big part of that 49er offense. We know that. He's also um, came in and done some damage against the Rams in the past. Is he going to be out there this Monday night, JB?
0: I think the expectations that he will be, he returned from his lengthy calf injury last week against the Cardinals. Seems like he was kind of rusty. He came in, made a catch, and fumbled. So maybe he's still shaking off that rust. He won't be at 100% against the Rams. You won't hear me complain about it if that's the case.
1: Yeah. um, Just taking a look at the Rams versus 49ers injury reports, it doesn't seem like, um, well, prior to the Robert Woods (laughs) injury, it didn't seem like there were going to be any major absences on either team. So uh, we could see a good one on, on Monday night. That's kind of what I'm hoping for here. Um, Are there matchups on the offense? You're looking at what, what offenses, (laughs) offensive matchups are you looking at for Monday night, JB?
0: Yeah, you kind of alluded to this, but I mean, would you say that the 49ers have a, maybe a top five defensive talent personnel? I mean, they have a star set of defense. You have Nick Boza, Fred Warner, but really in terms of production, in terms of statistics, they're middle of the pack. So the front seven, front eight, definitely a lot better players than the back end, the secondary. They're pretty porous in the secondary at this point. So, definitely, oh, yeah, definitely think that there's room for receivers to run. Um, maybe this is a game where you don't necessarily miss Robert Woods as much. You can work in Van Jefferson. Maybe if OBJ is ready to play, you just sign on Thursday. I don't really think that's the case, but they're the like personnel matchups wise and talent wise. Definitely would be in his favor if he does play though.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um, I think if there's ever a good time to lose Robert Woods, there isn't. But um, this is a good defense to go up against because of the reasons that you noted. Um, that secondary does give up some plays. Um so we would still expect to see that. Uh they're not really stay, um making any steps or taking any steps um down with Van Jefferson maybe taking that Robert Woods role. Um definitely has a lot of talent. The one thing the Niners do well though is get after the quarterback with that Nick Bosa and Eric Arms um Armstead duo so but being edge rushers, um, I think Matthew Stafford can probably handle that a little bit better than what we saw on Sunday, at least i'm hoping that is going to be the case. Um, Fred Warner, um, who we know as a big name, um, hasn 't necessarily lived up to that so far this season, but we know that he what he 's capable of so um we could see him making some plays Monday nights. Uh, we'll see. We'll see JB. I, I gotta be honest, man. This game makes me nervous.
0: Well, I think what it boils down to for me is the 49ers have a lot more to play for in this game than the Rams do. Rams are seven and two 49ers are three and five. If they don't start making things happen, like their season's going to be start circling down the drain, you know? So they have the franchise quarterback on the bench, uh, Things start heading south. Maybe it's just time to switch to him and look to next year. But if, if they want to make something happen this year, now's the time to do it. And they're growing up against a good Rams team. Um, maybe they just have more to play for. And I think that's what's in the back of my mind right now. And that's kind of giving me a queasy stomach. I think but maybe that's what's doing it for you too.
1: Yeah, it is. And just having those four games in a row, that, 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 that four game winning streak against the Rams, um, and, you know, we can get into reasons why Jared Goff this, that, the other, whatever, but that's still 4-0 the last four games. And Shanahan has seemed to have McVay's number uh, pretty much this entire time. So, um, and Debo, Debo Samuel, I mean, we're we're looking at him, the damage he can do. He always seems to come up big against the Rams, regardless of who's playing quarterback for the 49ers. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm – just just, just nervous butterflies. I'm going to be watching this game. Um, just, just, I'm, I'm probably going to have my fingernails dug in to the couch. I may have to go buy a new couch afterwards. I don't know.
0: Oh, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know what to expect. Um, but are there specific matchups you're looking for on the defense, JB? What can we expect there?
0: Yeah, I really love the way the 49ers used Debo Samuel last year. I think they kind of admitted that they were overmatched up front with the Rams defensive line talent versus they had some injuries on the offensive line last year. So, and that's really the case again this year, but they replaced their running game with Debo Samuel and got him on the edge. He's on the screen game and really he was a big part why they were able to beat the Rams twice last year. Um, The Rams didn't really have any answers for him at all, but maybe we see Jalen Ramsey matched up against him more this year. Maybe Ramsey sticks more to Kittle. Um, Those either one of those guys can beat you so and cause a lot of big cause a lot of headaches for you. So you got to do something to take them away. You got to limit them. Uh, I wish we had a Jalen Ramsey clone for this one for sure.
1: Yeah. And that's one thing that you brought up is Jalen Ramsey needs to cover Debo. I think we're all pretty much on the same page there because if anyone's going to beat you, he seems to be the guy that can do that consistently throughout the game. But then again, who's going to cover George Kittle then? Who has that assignment if Ramsey is shutting down Debo?
0: Yeah. Maybe you looked at Jordan Fuller. Uh, he was pretty, he had a, one of his best games of the season last week very so was a very physical player made some tackles at or behind the line of scrimmage which we don't normally see him do he's usually that middle of the field that center field field or deep safety so definitely think he's up to the challenge and then maybe you have a bigger guy like Robert Rochelle he's lengthy he's extremely athletic you hope he can match up against someone like George Kittle too but honestly it's a concern I have for the game if you put Ramsey on Debo or Maybe you go 50-50 and hope that someone is athletic enough to stick with with Samuel, but um, I have more questions than answers at this point, unfortunately, so to be determined.
1: Yeah, Yeah, completely agreed, and I mean, even though he hasn't had much of a season so far, Brandon Ayuk, we know, can get the job done from that receiver position as well. Maybe this is a breakout game for him. Let's hope that is not the case. Um, Eli Mitchell. Uh, In the backfield, taking that Raheem Mostert role, Um, does he scare you? He seems to have some good moments here and there, but is he Mostert 2.0?
0: I don't think so. He seems to me to be the classic Shanahan running back. Um, If he played for any other team, not sure he'd have the same production, but I really do think they miss Mostert's top-end speed. Mostert was capable of taking it to the house on any given play, so... He, with his speed, he could outrun you. He could score from anywhere. Not necessarily sure that the 49ers have a back that can do that this year.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Trey, Trey Sermon, too, hasn't really worked out for the Niners, it doesn't seem, either. So, um, But we know the Rams have been gashed by the rushing game in the past. So um, let's hope that's not the case on Monday. So let's get to predictions, then we'll talk it out as it relates to the rest of the NFC West but JB who do you have in the Monday night football game
0: I think you've talked me out of it I think I'm going to take 49ers by a field goal man which would be crushing but. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would be a tough way to go and I mean the Rams losing two in a row at this point certainly wouldn't be um, very good for them Uh, But I'm nervous, man. And, you know, we always pick the Rams, it seems, to win. We were both wrong last week. Don't want to sound like a homer here. I feel like the Rams are going to ultimately take the game. But if you're sensing some uncertainty (laughs) with me in that pick, it's because I don't know. I don't know. I could easily see the Niners getting back on track with this one as well. Um, Shanahan seems to know how to scheme against the Rams at least that's what we've seen in the past it's tough for me to um, say who's going to win you know what I will commit to my prediction my prediction is Dante Dion gets an interception that's going to (laughs) be
0: that'd be awesome i think everyone loves dante dion so that'd be great Yeah. yeah
1: he's a character man he's he's made some great plays on the field so um i would love to see him get an interception and dante if you're gonna pick the ball off take it to the house that's what we would love to see Um, And then next week for the Rams, of course, is a bye. So um, that's going to be very important for them to get healthy, maybe scheme a little bit and get the new guys acclimated to the system. JB, what does the NFC West look like so far?
0: It was announced this morning, Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to make the start against Seattle. So very unfortunate for them who they're trying to get right to. And Russell Wilson is either going to come back, This week or very shortly. And the Cardinals, seven and one, they're playing a bad Panthers team or a maybe a falling apart Panthers team. Sam Darnold out quite a while with an injury too. And his performance has been lackluster at best in recent weeks, too.
1: Yeah. And that's um incredibly important from the Rams perspective and why they need to get this win on Monday night football, because the likelihood, let's just be honest, um, I mean, we all know any given Sunday and all that, whatnot, but we all going to Carolina or rather hosting Carolina um, just realistically the Panthers don't have much of a shot. I don't think at beating the Cardinals. Hopefully I'm wrong about that. Um, but, and by the way, I'm wrong about most of my football takes <laughs> for what it's worth. So maybe the Panthers Panthers win this one, which we'd like to see for the Rams um, Seattle though. I mean, this is a, this is a tough one, JB. Cause I don't know who, we need to lose more. I mean, obviously Seattle being um, Seattle and Russell, from what I understand is on track to play um, only five losses. And I say only because we know we've seen Russell will that team to the playoffs in the past. So they're not out of it. (laughs) But on the other hand, Packers are playing well, and um, they need to get back on track too after losing to the chiefs. And we would like to see the Packers maybe with another loss too. If you had to choose JB and I'm going to make you, which one of these teams would you like to see take the L?
0: Maybe you got to disagree with you here. I think I'd rather see Seattle and you know, let's put a fork in them. Let's completely rule them out. I think that'd be very nice. And uh, you're going to face the Packers in the playoffs no matter what. I would just like to rule the Seahawks out of the equation if we can and Hopefully they're behind the eight ball. They got some ground to make up. Uh, it remains to be seen if they can do it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, the good news is um, for you, Aaron Rodgers is going to be back. So I don't think um, that game's really even going to be much of a question either. I think uh, Seattle will hang in there, but Aaron probably gets back to the Aaron Rodgers that we all know and love. So, JB, any final thoughts before we get out of here?
0: Yeah, it's a weird time to make this point, but just something that came to me recently. Um, much has been made of the Rams having a top-heavy roster um, where they have star-studded players and maybe not much depth behind those, but Rams have lost a ton of players. Might as well read off a list. We know Cam Akers, Raymond Calais, Xavier Jones, and Jake Funk at running back. Johnny Munt, uh, Jacob Harris at tight end. You also lost Tutu Atwell. Um, a lot of depth pieces that need to step up for the Rams now. They haven't really seemed like they've missed many people yet. We're going to see what happens with Robert Woods gone, but the OBJ signing the Von Miller acquisition in place of Justin Holmes, they couldn't have come at a better time. Um, we'll see how the team holds up over the course of a 17 game season.
1: Absolutely. And go, and coming into the season depth was a question. And so we're going to see how that plays out because you know there's still a lot of games to be played and the second half of the year um, is shaping up to be a pretty tough stretch. So um, if the Rams are going to get right, they need to get right Monday night football and um, start there. JB, where can our loyal, lovely listeners find you? Should they so want to do that?
0: Yeah. You guys have to wait an extra 24 hours this week to get the winners and losers column, but. It's always a treat, always are always fun to go back and forth with you guys. So if you think I left someone off the list, if you think someone needs to be added as a loser on the list, let's talk about it. Let's argue about it. It should be a lot of fun.
1: Right on. That's the turfshowtimes.com. You can find JB. My name is Robert Finn. I am on Twitter at Robert Finn is me. Um, so drop in, say hi, laugh at my silly little banter. Um, for JB Scott, my name is Robert Finn. This has been Last Minute Thoughts, Turf Show Times. And don't forget turfshowtimes.com for all things Rams related. And if it's Sunday, it's Go Rams.